You're listening to the Racking Focus Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Racking Focus Podcast. I'm Josiah Blizzard. And I'm John Doyle. And we're here in uh, Josiah's car after seeing Uncut Gems starring Adam Sandler from A24. And this is our spoiler-free review. Spoiler-free. You don't have to worry about anything. Um, John, how'd you feel about the movie? <laughs> so it's really funny. So we did the spoiler filled already. So you're going to hear some measure of that filtering back our conversation <laughs> about that. Look, this is a film that I didn't like very much, but I know is a really good film. That's my initial response. And I have been, I am still after 30 minutes of recording a spoiler filled review full of tension from watching <laughs> this crazy thing. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as you, uh, I decided about halfway, maybe 70% of the way through this movie that I just like was not feeling it. Like I just didn't, I just don't like the movie because of the morality that is pushed on me from uh, Adam Sandler's character, Howard. I'm like, dude, every choice you're making is killing me right now. And so you can expect from this film to, to, to be not sick to your stomach, but not... Ah, I don't know how to explain it because it makes me so angry every choice that he makes. Yeah, I said I said to you uh, in the break between the two that I feel like he is the least sympathetic character. Yeah. And I want to like that character because he's the protagonist. and We fall into mm. that trap and the movie's taking advantage of that. Yeah. But he is unsympathetic. Sandler does a brilliant job presenting an unsympathetic character. And I think to some extent the filmmakers utilize the lack of sympatheticness of many of his characters. Sure. You know, his films are not films that I particularly like as a person. <laughs> so that, you don't, you don't like, that, you don't love Billy Madison. Uh, How about a uh, happy 50 first dates? I'll take 50. That is my dates. favorite Adam Sandler film. But uh, what, what I'm sort of saying is I because come he's from, because you can sympathize with him. Yeah. But from, from those movies, I get in a position where I'm already like Adam Sandler's, I don't like Adam Sandler. So sure. that feeds what is the, what the filmmakers want me to feel. Uh -huh. So it's good casting, I guess. It was great casting. There's a lot we talked about with uh, Plant and Payoff, um, and we can't talk about it here, but just expect things to go the way you expect them to for yeah, this film. This movie drives you in a very specific direction that to some extent is impossible to avoid. But why don't we talk about acting for a little bit sure. uh, and style. Let's talk about that. So tell me about your feelings about the actors. Uh, so so the cast, like we mentioned, was incredible. Um, in the spoiler field, we mentioned, I mentioned that Kevin Garnett's acting actually blew me away a bit uh, as somebody who's just a pro basketball player and doesn't ever act. He really did an amazing job. Like I bought his performance 100% and it's hard to play yourself, you know, and this might be a version of himself that isn't real or true, right? Like, I don't know. This isn't based on a true story, is it? I don't know that, and I don't know Kevin Garnett personally, so I can't I don't, answer I don't either, question. But, but you have, I mean, people get cast as themselves in films all the time um, as cameos and, and things like that, and this was more than a, ca a cameo. Kevin Garnett drove plot, you know? Yeah, and has one of the best scenes uh, in mm -hmm. the movie with Adam Sandler Absolutely. late in the film, like an extraordinary scene. And so I thought that his performance as himself, even if it's a even if it's an alternate version of himself, of his actual character, morality, personality, whatever it is, was it was insanely good. Yeah, I thought Stanfield was spectacular. His ability to rotate from emotion to emotion or persona to persona He's with integrity good, under character was really extraordinary. There's a scene in a club with The weekend, surprisingly, that mm -hmm. uh, he is dazzling in that scene and 
equally so is the yeah. lighting design and the cinematography. Yeah. Adina Menzel was great too. I actually didn't realize she was in this movie for some reason. I just didn't think about his right. wife being Adina Menzel. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was great too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, and in particular moments where she's able to transform, mm-hmm. uh, you know, her emotional uh, breath. I thought she was great. I thought the, there's moments where she goes from laughter to anger uh-huh. that feels really full of integrity. I thought Julia Fox yes. was really good as as much as I hated what she was in the mm. film. And yet she plays this attractive role that teases you into thinking you should like her because she's charming and gorgeous and you yeah. are just like Adam Sandler. Uh, oh my goodness, she's beautiful. Oh gosh, oh, yeah. She's really manipulative. So there's, you know, there's a lot to be said for the quality of acting in the film. There's and- no weak link as far as the cast goes. Like every, Even the random side characters, the people who would pull up outside of his shop and demand whatever they were demanding were completely grounded and believable and somewhat threatening sometimes and other times felt like really trashy pushover. I don't know. Like they were just, the com- everything was completely convincing and grounded. And grounded in a real reality. And I talked yeah. in the spoiler field and I'll talk about it again. This movie is so full of real people playing themselves that it feels like it's in a real world, which raises the scale of the tragedy. So the tension yeah. is is anchored because we feel like we're in a real place. The a real stakes world. feel so high throughout the entire film, and it, the stakes are not high. It's one no. guy. It's yeah. about one guy. Yeah. But the stakes for that one guy just continue to increase. And yeah. when you say stakes, it's perfect because a movie about gambling is about placing those stakes, <laughs> and that's clever. So too. clever, so clever. Um, how about uh, cinematography? Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, we're getting a very um, chaotic camera movement sort of filled movie here, um, which really drives home the chaotic nature of uh, Howie Ratner's life um, as he kind of goes through this whole gambling addiction sort of thing. Um, the color palette is beautiful. Uh, this neon color palette that we're seeing in not just in like the the lighting, but also in like the shirts that are being worn and the rock. Even that's probably where even it came rock, from. You yeah. know, the gemstones are very neon, blue, turquoise, purple, pinkish colors, and um, that's displayed throughout the uh, the entire film, the cinematography. A lot of this, I feel like, takes place at night. There's this home, 80s like, feel to everything, right? Everything. Like this almost Miami Vice-esque yes. feel. Yeah. And then there's also this super high contrast to the filmmaking. I kept thinking, this has to be shot on film. This has to be shot on film. Was it? I don't know if it was or it wasn't. I'll find out. But if it isn't, the scene in the club is an extraordinary piece of filmmaking because to shoot the visuals uh-huh. of the club digitally is off-the-hook good filmmaking. Uh, and that's not a spoiler because I'm not telling you what happens, but when you see it, the other thing you should look for is when the camera's on a tripod, when it's when it's locked down, is is speaking to you as much as the movement. This movie buckles itself well. It utilizes the camera to tell the story. There's so many good things about it. I just don't like watching it. Uh, yeah, the same boat. Uh, this was shot on 35 millimeter. Yeah. That, so this was shot on film. It, I just couldn't see how you could get that kind of visual. I mean, it's just impossible with digital to get that kind of yeah. color saturation yeah. to look good. It was unbelievable looking. Um, and, and even in post, like even if you were doing that in post, it's still an extraordinary amount of work to get it out of out of a digital image. Yeah. Uh, so and even with what, you know, shooting in 8K, whatever you might do, sure. it still feels like madness. We should wrap up. We've done a lot here. We've yeah. talked about it. There's uh, a lot there's a lot more to this movie guys but I mean we can only share our opinions so much so you guys should go see this film I think we both agree that this is a film you should see 
it may not you may not be a film that you like at the end of your viewing, but it's still an important an important film for you to go watch. And I think we both agree that you should see this in theaters, if only to support indie filmmaking from A twenty four and other studios. Yeah, don't similar. go don't go to this to have a good time. Like it's just not it. You're going to see cinema. You're going to see a good film. It's one. It's a hard choice. Don't go it. Don't go because you like an action movie. I sure. said if this was by Guy Ritchie, you'd have a ball, but it's not. And so the emotional trauma for you can be strong. And if you go, give into that, that's a thing that can be rewarding. But you don't want to go with your wife or your girlfriend or your kids or whatever right. to like have a night out at the movies. That's not really what this movie is. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else to add? No, I think that we're at the 10-minute mark. I want to hold us there. Please listen to our spoiler-filled review. Uh, you can uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, or you can find us on Spotify or and Anchor FM's our core home. You can go to any of those places. You can leave us a voicemail message on Anchor, right? Is that correct? Yeah, yep. You can go to uh, anchor.fm slash podcast, and there's a little button there that says message. You can send us what you think of the film. We'd love to hear you and maybe feature you guys in a follow-up episode of the podcast we're going to do our uh, second half of this but that conversation's in our spoiler filled so if you want to hear more reflected views go watch the film and then listen to the spoiler uh, portion of the movie this is probably not a movie you want to see you don't want to be spoiled for i think you yeah. want to go in clean yep. and and then last but not least go to rackingfocuspodcast.com am i right rackingfocuspodcast.com and That's you'll right. find us uh wherever we live on social media. And so you've got a lot of options there to do social media, to actually listen to some of our work, and then again, to subscribe. Please leave us a review. We're so glad that you are taking this film journey with us as we begin 2020 and 2020. our film journey this year. This is the first episode of season two. It is the first That's episode exciting. of season two. Uh, a traumatic first episode yeah. for us. But first episode. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time on the Racking Focus podcast. Thanks for listening to the Racking Focus Podcast.